Hey, welcome to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard, and today we're talking about you intentionally distracting yourself. Say what? Yes. If you can raise your hand and tell me that you are somebody who often is easily distracted, let me know if that's you, because that often can be me then this episode is for you because we got to talk about you intentionally distracting yourself, not unintentionally like many of us are doing. So here's a symptom of unintentionally distracting yourself. The symptom is later being mad at yourself that you weren't as productive as you wanted to be or you didn't make the progress on the things that were important to you. And then you might find yourself with your family trying to rest or play and thinking about work or the thing that you feel like you should have been doing. Why are you doing that? Because you were unintentionally distracted during your work time. All right, let's talk about this. So when the brain has to focus on something for a long period of time, It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of resources. It can be uncomfortable. The brain doesn't like to be uncomfortable. So what happens is when the brain starts feeling that discomfort happening where it's like, oh, I'm exerting all my energy to focus on this thing, it may trigger you to distract yourself to relieve that kind of stress that is building up. So it might cause us to do things or feel the urge to do something like pick up your phone and scrolly, scrolly. And then before you know it, hours have passed, right? And then you're mad that you didn't get back to your normal task or you didn't make the progress that you wanted to. Or it might cause you to get distracted and be like, you know, I have an urge right now to go get a snack. So I'm going to avoid this uncomfortable thing about focusing and I'm going to go get a snack. Stuff like that happens. And then later on, you're mad at yourself that you ate the crap, right? So the symptom of unintentionally distracting yourself often is you getting upset at yourself or mad at yourself. So what I'm suggesting for you is this, that you know how your mind works, that you know your brain is going to try to self-soothe, period. That's what it's designed to do, which I think is actually a really cool thing. We just got to be intentional about it. So what does the research suggest? The research suggests that you focus on a task intentionally without distractions. This is why I love my productivity group that I'm a part of called Flown, because the sessions are about the time frame that the research suggests where you stay focused on a task for about 50 minutes, somewhere in there, 52 minutes is the magic number, and then you take a break from that task. So you can take a five-minute break, but ideally what the research shows is about a 17-minute break. So somewhere in the sweet spot, 15 to 20 minutes. And some of you guys might be like, what? Every like 52 minutes, I'm going to take 17-minute break? And that's going to help me be productive? What? I'm taking a bunch of breaks during the day. Well, the reality is, is that you probably are already taking a bunch of unintentional breaks during the day. Now, maybe you don't leave the computer, but you're distracting yourself in other ways and scrolling through other things where this is very intentional, the way you're doing it, and it causes you to recharge, get that energy back so that you can stay focused. And that means you're going to do much better at whatever it is you're doing versus like feeling drained and trying to do the thing. You ever feel that way where you're like you're trying to focus on something, but you just feel like your energy is not there. You have to keep rereading the thing over and over. 
you know? Well, if you step away and you get that energy up, you're going to come back and you're going to be able to get better back, better into that flow state where it's intentional. So I'm not saying that you can't scroll. If you want to scroll, do it intentionally. Maybe set a timer for yourself and be like, get all this work done. Then I'm going to pick up my phone. I have 15 minutes. But I would suggest, because I know for me that could lead me down a rabbit hole and I might not come back. I know that that's the risk there. So what I'm going to do is intentionally distract myself with things that I know are really good for me. Like I'm going to take a break and go for a walk, get outside, get the sunlight on my face, even if it's a cloudy day, move around. I was walking in the pouring rain yesterday, right, just to get out. And I felt so good. I felt so alive. I came back. I could focus. That, jump on a mini trampoline, get some water, do a little fun dance. Those are some of the choices I'm making to intentionally distract myself. And then I intentionally come back. What I'm saying is if you're not intentionally distracting yourself, you're unintentionally distracting yourself, right? So why not be intentional about it and relieve that brain of the stress? You know this feeling where you focused all day on something and at the end of the day, you don't even want to make decisions about what you're eating. Like if your significant other, or the kids or whoever is like, what are we eating tonight for dinner? You're like, I don't know. Like, don't even ask me. I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to think about another thing. It's because you were focused so much during the day and you didn't give an, you didn't give your brain that relief from the stress that you were feeling. So this can be so helpful to you. Like just like like a one minute, like step away or a five minute or 15 minutes. If you can make that happen, that's really going to serve you. That's why I found that since I've been a part of Flown, and I'll put some link in the in the show notes of like where you can find out more about it if you're interested in that. It's so helpful to have a group of people like coming together, holding each other accountable, but also we're set up to honor that time of staying focused for about that 50 minutes or 52 minutes and then taking a little break and then coming back to the task. It really helps. You'll notice such a difference in your energy. All right. So with that being said, let's talk more about being intentional about how you show up. All right. I want to know, have you been intentional about the energy that you're bringing into spaces? Yeah, it's important because a lot of us are showing up with that low energy of like, oh, I'm just tired. I'm burnt out. Right? No, like that's not how we want to be. So what are the things that you need to do so that you feel your best? I had a client ask me this other day. I have an interview coming up and they were like, this is what they said to me. I have an interview coming up and I don't know, what should I be doing to get my energy up? And I said to her, what gets your energy up? Because she was asking me like, what do you typically do to get your energy up? And I said to her, the things I'm probably doing might not be the things that work well for you, but I know in the past you've done things that have caused you to feel really good. What were those things? How did you start your morning when you did do those things, right? And then whatever those things are that have caused you to feel good, past evidence, do those things on the day you want to feel good. For me, what I know is I feel my best when I get up early, when I'm going, um, moving my body first thing in the morning, when I'm journaling, when I'm doing a little meditation, when I'm dancing around, when I get outside, let the sunlight get on my face, when I intentionally sit down and drink my coffee. Those are the things that make me feel really good. When I get enough sleep, when I feel my body with, with good, healthy food, that makes me feel good. 
So just think about for you, what causes your energy to go up and do you need an energy shift? Because if you do, then we need to look at the habits that you have. Are you doing things that bring the energy up, right? Are you allowing yourself to be unintentionally distracted or consumed with the stress and not doing anything to shift it? I hear so often people complain about the work that they're doing. They're like, I'm just, I have to sit all day long. I can't move and I want to get out and move. Well, then get out and move. Most of all, most of us, we're being real with ourselves, can add some movement into our day. No one's chaining us to a location, even if it's walking down the hallway. Or I used to do a lot of squats in the bathroom. Or just stepping outside, walking to your car, whatever it is. Can you add more movement into your day? I notice the difference in my husband when he tells me the days he went for a walk midday. When he comes home, he has so much more energy. Energy. But when he tells me that he went, he didn't do a walk during the day and he comes home, I can tell. He doesn't even need to tell me. I can see the zombie look on his face because he's focused too long. You need to break away from that. Okay. The other thing I want to talk to you guys about is something that just hit me recently. And I don't know if you need this message, but it's around you doing too much, too many things. So I was feeling really frustrated about not getting the kind of results that I want in my life, right? This has been happening lately. And I know it's just a matter of like we talk about the plant, you know, it's just a matter of waiting and being patient and letting it grow. But also you need to be intentional about what you're doing in between as that thing is growing, how you're watering it. Are you around to water it? Do you have the energy? Like if we're going back to the plant. So for me, I was feeling like one, I don't feel like I even have the energy to keep watering the plant. And I also feel like I have a million plants that I'm trying to water. And maybe that's why I'm not getting the results that I want because all the plants aren't getting what they need so that they can grow. Okay, so a way that this was described to me was from James Wedmore. So James Wedmore said this. He said that he felt this way about his business uh, where he was frustrated. He wasn't getting the results that he wanted in his life. And he told a, a buddy about it. He's like, I'm just frustrated, man. I feel like I'm doing all these things, not getting the results. And his buddy goes... So what are you working on? And he's like, um, and then he realized it was a gazillion things he was working on. So what, how he described it was he had all these bridges that he was trying to build to get to the results that he wanted to have. All these bridges, many of them. Whereas what he really needed to do is finish a bridge and get to the, the results side. At least one bridge, not trying to build all of them at the same time. So he, he said, do this activity, sit down and write down what are the bridges that you have that you're trying to build right now? How many different ones? Like think about this, how many different projects are you working on? Or how many other things you're trying to do at the same time? If you just sit down and write those out, you will amaze yourself and you're gonna be like, dang, I'm trying to do way too much. No wonder why I feel so frustrated. Where simplicity is key. Can you reduce that? switching that you're constantly doing all day and narrow your focus inward to one of the bridges that you need to focus on to finish. And then, you know, use your skills in between as you're focusing on that bridge to take your little breaks when you need to. But don't be trying to jump around all day long back and forth because you know how long it takes to get back into focus. People say that it takes about 20 minutes or so. Like if you distract yourself and do something and then you try to come back, like if you're unintentionally distracting yourself, about 20 minutes to get back in check. When you think about it, it makes a lot of sense when you think about the rule around like, let's say focus for 52 minutes and then intentionally take a 15 to 20 minute break. 
and then come back because that, that's probably what you need to like shift the energy and then come back. But at least you build it in there and you do it intentionally versus what many of us are doing is we're working on one task and then let me switch. Let me go check my email. Oh, wait, wait, what? What do they want? I'm distracted. Oh, let me go back to this. And it's like 20 minutes, 20, 20 minutes between five minute increments, let's say. Not 52 minutes and then a very intentional 15 to 20 minute break. Like many of us aren't doing it in that way. And we don't realize how much energy we're expending from switching from thing to thing to thing. thing. This is why... You need to sit down and get clear about what are all of those bridges. When I did this, I was like, oh my goodness, Ange, you're trying to do 11 projects at the same time. Massive life transforming projects. Woo! We need to step back and get more intentional about our time, right? So that really helped me to do that whole bridges exercise. And then what also helped me is to think about how I can be more intentional with my time. So I'm, I'm switching less between thing to thing to thing right? Like if you're going to do social media scrolling, pick an exact time that you're doing that. Be intentional about it. What I've noticed is that for many of my clients that create amazing results in their life, they're really good about being intentional with their time. And one of the things they often tell me is, and I themed out my days like you talk about. Like, you know, I have Tidy Tuesday. I have Finance Friday, Meal Prep Monday, right? There's themes. Tuesdays are also the days I work my podcasts. Like there's set times because I want to reduce the amount of times that I'm task switching because I know the impact that has on my mind. So I just wonder if you need that. You want to theme out your days? I encourage you to do so. Theme out your time. I encourage you to look at all the bridges that you're trying to build and be real with yourself. Sometimes I have clients do this work where they look and see like, oh, I'm trying to do this, this, and this, and this. No wonder why I feel frustrated. No wonder why I feel overwhelmed. And then we try to figure out, well, what do we need to take off the plate or do we need to intentionally do later? Or maybe we need to delegate here. Just that that task of sitting down, brain dump, what are all the bridges and what am I going to do about them? Am I going to focus on finishing this one bridge and then am I going to ha- get help to finish the other ones or am I going to do those bridges next after I finish this bridge and it's sustainable and I can cross it? And it's getting me the results that I want. Then I can build the next one. Like that knowledge, y'all, helped me so much recently. I just felt like this weight off my shoulders when I actually sat down and did this work. And the more I am intentional with my time, the more energy I have, the better I feel. Like I just know that's so important. And that's important for you to intentionally design the life that you want. You got to be intentional about your energy and your time and your money. That's another thing I've been working on. I just downloaded different templates to help me with the different finance areas. I sat with my husband last night. We went over our Airbnb budget and looked at how much money we made from our Airbnb, which is doing amazing. But I, I, it was so, I, and I'm not gonna lie, I did not like the process of like sitting down and like putting the numbers in, but I found a beautiful template, started putting it in and the, the, after I did all that tedious stuff and I sat with him, I was like, this feels really good that I know how much this is bringing in. I know how much we spent. I know, like, I feel like I can make intentional decisions about buying things for the Airbnb because I can see what's coming in, what's going out. Like, do you know that about your money? You don't have to answer that question. But I encourage you to start thinking about that in the future. That's another bridge though. We don't got to build that bridge right now, but I will talk about that later because that's something I've been working on and I want to help you in that area too because I know a lot of my clients are like, I want to be intentional with my money more than I am, but it's like part of me doesn't even want to look at it. Like, eh, eh. 
you know, like that feeling around it. I feel you because like, you know, but if you're avoiding it, that then how are you how are you going to be intentional about it? If you're like avoiding it, you're not going to be intentional about it then. Right. How can how are you going to create more passive income opportunities? How are you going to create generational wealth for people that you love? How are you going to know how much you should be asking for in your next role? Um, how much you should charge your clients? How can you do that intentionally if you're not tracking it? Yeah, can't. How are you going to do it if you don't have a vision? Like how can you be intentional without the vision? You're not going to be. We all know this, right? So first step, we'll talk about that later. But for first step is just to sit down and really look at what are all those bridges that you're trying to build and who needs to focus on what, which one do you need to finish first? All of that so you can be intentional about where you're directing your energy, okay? That was the point of this episode. I hope you found it helpful. I just needed the reminder. Maybe you just needed the reminder, that was all. All right, have the best day and I'll talk to you soon, bye. Bye.